Hi, yeah. Alex. Hi. Um, <clears throat> good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 7-27-2015. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, so I hate to ask you what's been going on, but I guess I'm going to. <laughs> Um, well, this is one of those, I guess, we're in a rare window here where there isn't a whole lot going on, um, yeah. at, least, at least from my desk, um, which I, I told you in the little Skype yeah. chat. I, I don't have a whole lot to talk about tonight, so um, yeah. it, it's not necessarily a horrible thing. but uh, It's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> We, we could all be a little bit concerned when things are quiet, uh, calm before storm and, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's definitely true. And you, you know what I kind of noticed? It kind of seems like um, everybody has kind of noticed that there's a law now that you can't really sell e-liquid without a license and everybody's up in arms about it. They're like, I didn't see anything on any of the CASA pages about it. I'm like, Really? Did you not read the call to action about Alabama? Oh, the, um, yeah. <clears throat> or is that Arkansas? Arkansas, Alabama. Arkansas. I, yeah. am, I am, I have to tell you, Jim, before I mute my microphone, I'm sorry, I forgot. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you that the amount of people bitching about advocacy groups here in the last few days is really, really bothering me. You know, everybody's, you know, well, why didn't this advocacy group do something about this? Well, why didn't this advocacy group do something? I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think that people really understand that an advocacy group is there to teach you how to fight for yourself and how to stand up for yourself. They're not there to fight this fight for you. And I've had this argument for a week now, and it's mm -hmm. really starting to make me crazy. Well, I mean, there are not all that many of us in CASA, I would say, that are um, able to do things like Alex and Julie can do. And there are only so many of us to go around. We don't get paid. Now, this, I can't tell you how much sleep I know Alex lost. <laughs> While he was trying to work last year and do this stuff. This year. Um, this year. Yeah. <laughs> I know well, it seems like a year. But it, it does seem like a year. It's only uh, been seven months. Yeah. But I can't tell you how much sleep he's lost and Julie's lost. And you know, people aren't just jumping up to volunteer and do this stuff. You get contact information for these people and, and try to figure out how, how best to help people craft letters to people in their counties and in their cities and, and warn them about ordinances. I mean, when I first started, it was enough to post a story about a possible ordinance and you post it in any vaping advocacy group now and people just kind of meh. And then they, they post about, you know, something else like a, a wireless laptop battery exploding and, and everybody's like see it's not just e-cigs well okay but this town is talking about banning vaping outdoors <laughs> just thought you'd want to know 
um, people really are not picking up on that because they're not really reading the stories and not even not reading them with a critical eye. They're not reading them at all. That's a problem. Well, if you don't know what's... Go ahead. It's something, sorry to interrupt, but I, I, I guess, you know, Arkansas being the um, outrage of the day for last week or whatever, um, is that was a special circumstance, not unprecedented, but certainly um, something unique that we've seen this year. Um, and, and for all of the people that are sort of caught off guard by this new law, um, it's, I think to some extent, we all probably expected some of this reaction. Um, mm -hmm. Just to give everybody a little bit of background. So we didn't have a whole lot of time to get the word out about this. We were tracking the bill. Uh, I can't even remember it off the top. It was like 978 or something like that. So right. we were we were tracking the bill when it was introduced. But when it was introduced, it was just a shell bill. It's what's called a shell bill. There's no real right. substance to it. There's just sort of a brief description. In this case, just as an example, says we're going to regulate electronic cigarettes. That's essentially it. <laughs> and then it sat like that. For months, nothing happened with it. Right. And then all of a sudden, we get, you know, our tracking info comes back and it's a huge bill. Like overnight, this thing has tens of pages to it and right. there are all kinds of regulations that it's proposing and it's just bad, bad, bad. Mm -hmm. And it's going to committee in two days. That's there's just there's not much you can do about that and we even got we were we found ourselves in a conversation with a lobbyist on, on the ground somebody who was doing this pro bono mm -hmm. who had you know negotiated negotiated things down to some extent the problem is that this person essentially did this on their own there was no contacting with us or other national groups right. these these this guy went in I, I i don't think alone is the appropriate characterization but by comparison to the amount of help that this person honestly had access to they essentially went in alone um and so by the time we're reading this bill everything's set in stone and and, and people may or may not remember you know, Greg Conley hopped on a plane. I was at an event with Greg mm -hmm. and Cynthia in South Jersey. And, you know, uh, <laughs> like, you know, during the day, I'm sitting there, I'm chatting back and forth with people trying to figure out what's going on in Arkansas. And we get right. down there and Greg is saying, ah, I, I have to hop on a plane tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to get down to Arkansas to go testify. I mean, it was, it, it, it wasn't that people didn't, do anything it's that we right. just didn't we didn't have time to react and something else that everybody really needs to keep in mind is that this is the first nightmare year of all mm -hmm. of this legislation yeah you know it's... even even though we have national advocacy groups we have vendor organizations and and we have big companies some of these people can afford the lobbyists mm -hmm. that's just that's like one lobbyist here another lobbyist yeah. here it's it's not there isn't a, a, a massive organization of vapor lobbyists that are actually able to affect change in these proposed you know bills. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, I think, I think Pamela Gorman actually laid this out when I was at something in, in Los Angeles. And, right. you know, she said, you know, they have one lobbyist at the table. Mm-hmm. The other guys have several. So you're talking about one vapor lobbyist at the table with several from tobacco companies, from pharmaceutical companies, from the, the healthy lifestyles industry. You know, but then you just <laughs> right. get one one little vapor lobbyist from one e-cigarette company at the table sure. in California. Mm-hmm. So you know we're outgunned, we're outnumbered at just about every turn. Oh yeah, anytime any sort of victory manages to get through, I mean it's a huge thing, and that only happens because people participate. But when I tell you people aren't aren't paying attention they're not you've seen the stuff i read every day you know what i read every day because you you get what i read every day so you know how stuff ends up in local papers and i think people um people wrongly assume that these advocacy groups are are just huge and there's tons of people in them. There's not. There's because very few people has in like them. like 50,000 members that that means there's 50,000 people helping and that is just <laughs> <laughs> No, if if we had if we had if all of our membership donated a dollar a month, we'd be able to pay a couple of full-time staff people, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um but we don't we haven't had, we haven't I should dial that back a little bit. We aren't actively fundraising for a paid uh, staff person. Um, we're, we're still working out the kinks on being able to yeah. aggressively do that. But um, right now, the only thing we're fundraising for is uh, uh, the research fund, which yeah, is I'm, actually, actually going well. <clears throat> well. And I think a, a lot of the stuff, um, a, a lot of the stuff Kassad does is not big and sexy. You know what I mean? It's not, a big sexy ad campaign. It's not a big sexy video campaign. It's drudgery. <laughs> it's drudgery. That's what we do. We do the well, stuff that's laborious and drudgerous. And um, we oh, do a we, lot of it. And we, and I think people just, I don't know whether they're overwhelmed or what, but go ahead. We, we uh, you, me, Julie, and other, and Carl and other board members, you know, we, mm-hmm. we do the, the slogging it out in the trenches and writing copy and editing documents and researching bills. And that's the stuff that's not so sexy, but by the time it gets to the general membership and, you know, our, and any consumer who's willing to spend less than three minutes to point and click, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's fairly straightforward. We need some personal information and you need to click a button and perhaps edit a letter to your lawmaker. It's, we, you know, we've, done a lot of that unsexy work to uh, make it easy for people. We have an Instagram account. <laughs> There's not scantily clad women pimping devices and juices, but, um, you know, it's still, there's pictures. I noticed this the other day, and by the way, um, I think it's really sad that you have to do this, but um, thank you to whatever board member at CASA decided that I needed to get a thank you note from CASA um, thanking me for submitting my comments 
to the state of Pennsylvania to fight the legislation that they're trying to push through on me. Um, I think that it is very, very sad that you guys had to sit down and craft out a thank you note for the people that you did the favor for. But, um, yeah, thanks for the letter. Well, actually, well, thank you. Um, it, it's, you know, that was, I, I, you're talking about the uh, call to action where yeah. it's sending a thank you letter to your Congress, your, your state legislators. You sent um, out a call to action for people to submit comments to the state, and I did. And the next thing I know, I get this nice little thank you from CASA for standing up for my damn self. Actually, uh, just in the spirit of credit where credit's due, um, Chris Hughes, actually, from uh, Pennsylvania Safada, passed that along to us. Uh, and and they, he was, they were told by their lobbyists that that was a good idea. And so um, that we actually need reminders in order to do those things because it, it's an important follow-up uh, in any of these states where we've seen something along the lines of victory. I say that with reservations. Um, but uh, anytime we see any positive um, movement, um, we should be sending thank you letters uh, to all of these legislators. Um, I have a list, I have about 7,000 people that signed our thank you letter to um, Speaker Boehner, um, and, and we still need to get that out. So. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's really, it, you know, we spend so much time fighting against stuff. It, it is actually very difficult to take a step back and say thank you. So, um, so thank you, Jeannie, for, <laughs> for bringing that up. Well, you know, for, for everybody who does it, you know, thank you for taking the time to do it. Um, thank you for caring. Can you hear me rolling my eyes at you? Can you hear that? <laughs> No, no, but I, I mean, and I, I think it's probably right too, because as, as much as I sit here and go, people don't read, people don't pay attention. There's a large volume of people who do, who pay attention, who care, who do the right things and, and, and try to encourage others to do the right thing. And we don't say thank you to those people. So really sincerely, thank you. Um, thank you for allowing us to help you. Yeah, um, and, and uh, you know, to get to maybe the, the current uh, events, uh, right now, the only current call to action, well, we have several current calls to action, but at the state level, uh, the most recent one that is going to be very relevant next week uh, is Alabama, um, which we uh, sort of, well, anyway, uh, so Alabama, I, thank yous in order. Uh, we have 300 some odd new members in Alabama who wow. have taken taken action. So thank you to the 378 people in Alabama that sent letters to their state legislators. And I'll probably send out another email blast tomorrow. Um, but for those that don't know, Alabama is looking at a 25 cent per milliliter tax um, mm -hmm. at the behest of the government or the governor um, looking to shore up some budget shortfalls there um, <sighs> and the Alabama legislature is coming back into special session starting Monday 
August 3rd. So uh, that will be uh, a fight worth watching and, of course, participating in. We now have 1,300 people uh, on our list from Alabama. Uh, so there's about 1,000 more folks that should send their letters. Um, <laughs> and there are some, there's some advocacy group. There is an advocacy group on the ground in Alabama that's working close. Um, I, I, I assume that they are having conversations with important decision makers. So um, just the Breathe, Easy, Breathe Easier Alliance of Alabama, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. And so they're worth uh, following if you are in Alabama. Um, but yeah, that's the important thing to promote. And of course, since we're talking about, I guess, positive things that lawmakers need to hear, mm -hmm. um, it would be testimonials. On more than one occasion, we've heard from the, the local folks that you know, they've had conversations with lawmakers in their state. And what the lawmakers are most curious about is whether or not these products actually help people. And as it turns out, CASA has a growing collection of testimonials. Um, I, I, I want to say that we, we only have just over 4,000 testimonials. That's still, that's, that's still a lot. Um, but considering the millions of people in this country that use these products, we should have tons more. So, um, yeah, promoting our testimonials projects to your friends and people you see at the vape shop and vape meets and so on would be uh, fantastic. And of course, yeah. we'll link to that in the description of this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had, um, I had a vendor contact us uh, wanting to know about vendor memberships. I'm like, we don't really have them. It's, it's free, but it's, we're a consumer group. And he's like, well, how, how can I, I don't have a lot of money, but how can I support you? And I said, well, could print off some CASA material, put it in your store, <laughs> send it out in your orders. Um, that's huge. That's huge yeah. for us. Making people aware of who we are and what we do is really huge. So I, even the thing you think would matter least is huge in terms of support for what we can do going forward for you, you know? Um, so just food for thought, I guess. Yeah. And it's, I mean, if there's any uh, encouragement that, that vendors need to, you know, this is kind of, it's, it, this should be an easy conversation. I think, you know, I went to my, preferred brick and mortar today. Um, I, I only get to visit him like once every three months, I guess, but because um, right. <laughs> I have to drive out there. Um, yeah. But, you know, I watched him have a conversation with a, a returning customer and, you know, she was explaining how you know, she was the, she was the heavy smoker in her group of friends and she went mm -hmm. back and, you know, out of all the people that she hangs out with, she was the least likely to quit smoking. And of course she switched to vaping. And mm -hmm. now everybody on her block has switched to vaping and they all get together and they talk about it and they have fun. And, you know, she just stood there and told her, she, I, I watched that verbal testimony, you know, that, that everybody has. And uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he reached out and said, he gave her a CASA card and said, here, you need to join this and tell everybody on the block, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really easy conversation and it's, it's, it's really important. You know, the, it, you're, you own a store, so you've got yourself, your, 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 
your wife, your husband, your business partner, whoever, you're, you, you've got your staff, that's mm -hmm. two, three, five people, whatever. So right. there's seven people right off the bat that you can just, just have them join our list and get our alerts. And then you've got the hundreds of thousands of customers that walk through your door every month. Mm -hmm. and that's, exactly. that's huge. That, 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 that participation and engagement is worth more than a dollar or a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I, so. you know, I, I really agree. I mean, and I think, I think people don't realize how important that word of mouth is. You know, it, it really has, it's really the one thing I've noticed about this community. Word of mouth, not what happens on Facebook or whatever can make or break you. It really can. And I'm talking about as a, as a, a vendor or as a vaping personality or, or whatever that can make or break you. And it's huge when someone can say this, this group is doing good things or they're trying to do good things. You should support them. And we want to, we want to do more. We want to do more to help you. It's what it's all about. It's not about us. So, um, so I guess that seems like it's it. For this yeah, week. it's a short one. We're going to start getting into this conversation about what people can be doing in the off season soon. Um, it's it's July. I, I believe there's a handful of states that are still in session, and of course we've got these weird special sessions that are going to be problematic. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, for for those folks whose state has adjourned uh, early. I guess um, you know there there is there are conversations you can have with your lawmakers in the off season, and to be honest, a lot of that includes your personal story. So, um, yeah, exactly. If you haven't already submitted a testimonial, uh, please submit one at testimonials at kasad.org, or you can just go to the front page of kasad.org um, that has been reorganized and well, you can I wouldn't say reorganized but well uh, re, <laughs> I, made, I, made some, I made some text brighter real it, it's been reordered a bit is that better that's, that's um, overstating it <laughs> okay well it's it's been stuff's been moved up front so you can see it there you go that <laughs> it's works. dusted off yeah there you go <laughs> yeah so you can find all that information at kasa.org. Uh, We're on Twitter as Kasa Media, uh, YouTube as Kasa Media, Facebook as um, the official Kasa page, which would be, I guess, the page for kasa.org, and um, the We Are Kasa group. Um, come on down and join the conversation. We'd love to talk to you. And, and join Kasa if you've not already done so. It's free for you, and it helps us help you. Thank you, Alex. Have a great night. Thanks. You too. Thank you.